And we are back with Sports Lounge Live. Good Tuesday afternoon. It is Tuesday, August 29th. Bill, Perry, and everybody else is here. Bill is the Bill's going to be the star of the show today because there's two things going on with him right now. Number one, the hurricane is moving past. So if all of a sudden you don't hear Sports Lounge, you'll know that there's just something with the weather and everything is fine. But then you can download the podcast later and you'll be just fine. Secondarily to that, this just came across the wire, Bill, the... Indianapolis Colts are not trading Jonathan Taylor. They did not find a team willing to give them fair value, so they are not trading Jonathan Taylor. So uh, there's your Colts news of the day. But this is show number 259, Chris. That's right. 259, and away we go. All right. Well, the agenda today, we're going to start with the Little League World Series. And I guess uh, we, as people were saying earlier, we should have a little name for this, you know, the sports headlines or the quick hitters or something like that. So we'll, you know, but, you know, in a couple of weeks, we'll be starting kind of with the, the NFL. We have a, a shorter time frame than we used to. And so we'll be really concentrating on the NFL, college football and baseball. And it'll be hard for other things to crack the They'll just have to be really quick hitters. They will. Yep. So we've got Little League World Series. We've got golf, including we've got the U.S. Ryder Cup uh, team that was announced today. Uh, NASCAR, baseball, college football, and uh, college sports in general, NFL and pro, of course, uh, and then NBA and media. So in golf, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, in, in uh, Little League Baseball, El Segundo, California, beat Curacao 6-5 to five on a walk-off home run by a young man named Louis Lapp a, uh, and, you know, in the sixth inning. So uh, what had happened was Curacao had hit a, a grand slam in the uh, fifth to tie it up, and then uh, uh, El Segundo got the win, and so they are now the Little League World Champion for uh, 2023 and from California, from Southern California. So they, He's not a little guy. He's like 6'1", but, yeah. Well, He's none of those guys are little guys. They're, they're, yeah, all, they're, they're all, you know, the giant 12-year-old that they always picked on everybody else, you know. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, Victor Hovland won the uh, FedEx Cup. Uh, he won in Atlanta. He, he won an $18 million bonus for doing that. He's 25, and he's from Norway. He won by five shots. He, he won the last two tournaments, so they were the playoff tournaments. Had three wins this year, but he picked the right time to get hot. Had a two-hour rain delay, which I was wondering about. I was trying to watch Big Brother, and I wasn't there yet. Um, Hovland was uh, the two-seed coming in. And, of course, you got a little uh, boost if you were the higher you were in the standings. And Hovland won with uh, two playoff uh, 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 tourney wins, as I said. So there you go. And now mm-hmm. we have the uh, Ryder Cup stuff. And that, and uh, Sean can help me with any of the names because I didn't get to look at them in the Globe. Sometimes it helps me figure out. we got Scotty Scheffler is going to be. These were the guys who were already qualified. Uh, Patrick, uh, uh, Patrick Cantlay, uh, uh, Wyndham Clark. Uh, he had won, what, the uh, uh, US British Open? Open? US US Open. Okay. Brian Harmon. Uh, Mac. Who won the British Open? Mac Homer. Homer. Mac Homer. And Xander Chamblay. And yep. then uh, Jack, Zach Johnson, the captain, named uh, Brooks Kepka, even though he's from Lib, but that's okay. He's a great golfer, and you want to win the tournament here. You know, that's the idea. Uh, Colin Mar- uh, Murakawa, uh, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth. Uh, Ricky Fowler and Sam uh, Burns. So there you go. You got That's it. The Ryder Cup team. That's good. And uh, they, they play will, in Rome. When is, in Rome. When is it? Uh, it's well, in September. It's first time in September. In the, Usually September. In September. September. Okay. September around that time. 
Okay, good. And Chris Buescher won the NASCAR race, uh, the Coke 400 in Daytona. Seems like they were just in Daytona, but they're back again. And it was the third win in the last five for him. And, and it was his fifth career win. And William Byron is still the leader going into the playoffs. I think that was the last regular season race, right? That is correct. Yeah, yeah the playoffs That's started. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, there you go. Um, I think we are now ready to go to baseball. And um, the Chicago White Sox uh, decided uh, that uh, their offseason started early. They fired President Kenny Williams and uh, GM uh, uh, Rick Hahn. And uh, Pedro uh, Grafal is uh, perhaps a lame duck manager. We don't know. He's going to finish the year, I guess. But yep. he's there. But the whole the wag the wheels came off the wagon a long time ago for the White Sox, and you know they'll have to retool, and you know we'll see if Reinsdorf at 87 years old can figure that out or what they're going to do. But um, well, you cannot make this stu- you cannot make this stuff up, Chris. You know who he's hired to consult about hiring the new uh, GM? Oh, the, yes, that's right. At the Fountain of Youth, Tony Larusa. That's right. I heard yeah. that. Yeah, so I'm well, sure he'll our, definitely want I'm to. I'm sure bring, our friend Jamal will be greatly happy about that. Yeah, yeah he'll yeah. definitely want to bring in an analytics guy. I'm sure uh, that'll be I the know, first yeah. thing he'll want to do. Uh, Shohei Otani is done as a pitcher this year, so because of a uh, UCL uh, tear in his right elbow, could have Tommy John surgery. Right now, he's still hitting. But how does this work for for free agency? We're wondering, like, if he, you know, okay, he'd probably have the procedure maybe on the Angels' dime. But then, who manages his rehab if he's between teams? We don't really know how that exactly works because he's. Well, if he signed with another team, that team would be responsible for it. He would, but between the Angels, between the negotiation, I guess he'd just have to try to pick a team sooner than later so he can make sure the rehab doesn't get off the track. And the and the rumor that I heard about that, I mean, he may have by. Um, trying to because it sounds like he tried to pitch through it. Yeah, he may have he, he may did. have costed himself at least a hundred million dollars out of that. That's what they say. Well, yeah. you remember at least we were we were chronicling on the show here every week. We were mentioning he he left this game for this thing and that game for another thing for, as a pitcher. He was hitting every day, but he was having trouble finishing his games and and continuing. So this is not a total surprise. So you know, no. and the thing for the Angels, this is really a dumb, and they're in a no win situation. But for the Angels, they're out of it. I mean, they're not they're not they're doing out. anything. It's not like they need to keep him in there so they can win and get into postseason. If it was their guy, they would just do the surgery. I think they're basically, uh, in no, my apparently, mind, thinking... Chris, it's Apparently, Chris, he's the one that's making this decision, and uh, he still, I guess he hasn't gotten his second opinion yet, but um, this, from what I have heard, the Angels really, basically, they let him tell them, for the most part, what he is and isn't going to do. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. he basically runs his own career. He Correct. When he's going to well, and that may be a stipulation with whoever gets him too, because he yeah. just may feel if that he's gotta... if that's a stipulation, I don't want that guy on my team. No, I'm not sure I would either. But and Mike Trout, he was back for a day, but he got hurt again. So I hurt that hand. Uh, it, uh, could be a, could be his hand, as far as we know, and only off IRL for a day or so. Uh, and then catcher Eric Haas was uh, DFA'd by Detroit, but claimed by Cleveland right away. Yep. Um, and then he Steven... played against Detroit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Steven Strasburg retired finally last year. He uh, he signed a big contract in early 2020, and after uh, being the World Series MVP in 2019, only pitched 30 innings on that contract after that. 
and then they shut him down. Uh, you know, remember earlier in his career in 2012, that didn't do any good. You know, if you think about the number of bullets in the gun or whatever, I mean, some people just have bad arms and they're not going to, you it, know, and, and he didn't yet. They were just concerned because he was so young, but that's what they it did. It makes you wonder, and we talked about, I, I remember talking to John about this, our friend John, a lot about it. And oh, is, yeah. it go, is it good to... For lack of a better word, is it good to baby the pitchers or just let them go? There's a lot of people who now say, and I'm talking about pitchers, just leave me alone. And yeah, because most pitchers, I think, kind of understand that I may have to have the Tommy John, however they do it, whether they baby me or not. The other thing, too, is you get into a situation. The Red Sox, I don't know if anybody heard about this last night. They were pitching this horrible pitcher, I can't even remember his name, who gave up 10 runs in four and a third innings because everybody was unavailable of any note. You know, and they and one guy had the COVID, and he's on the COVID list. And they had pitched everybody Friday and Saturday, worked so hard to get the split with the Dodgers. And they've got all these starters that they can't really extend because a lot of them have health issues or just coming off injury or whatever. They ended up with an embarrassing 13 to five loss in a very important game. Now tonight, I suppose everybody would be back online, but they basically shut them down for two days. Chris Murphy pitched Sunday and gave up a run an inning, and for about five innings against the Dodgers. But there's something that's going on with pitchers in general that has been for several years because I remember well growing up that you know there were pitchers that started games and they reliably went seven or eight innings and now and you didn't hear that much about pitchers going on the disabled list and now it's like they're always on the injured list it's a revolving door and, and now yeah. you're lucky if they pitch five innings. In That's them. it. But I'm afraid what's happening is the agents are getting involved. The agents want these guys to be meal tickets, like Justin Verlander, well, be meal tickets well, for 13, and you, and 15 you got years. Some of the people that are really athletic, like Shoni Atani and, well, Michael Lorenzen, that are doing right. more than one thing. And, you know, that's wear and tear on your body, too. If you're feeling oh, yeah. and throwing that way, then you're pitching. You know, yeah. you know, Michael, I don't know if you've heard this, though, uh, Jennifer, but Michael Lorenzen says he still wishes they would let him hit. Oh, mm-hmm. he's a good hitter. And he I'm is sure a good hitter. Does, but... in, in some ways, he might be a better hitter in total than he's a pitcher. Well, yeah, there right. is that possibility, too. But... Well, the Nationals are going to try to work out a settlement with Oton- I mean, with uh, Strasburg. And, you know, the thing is, that's, that's a, a loyal thing for them to do. They don't have to. No. Uh, but he's no. under contract until 2029. It may be a Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> we may have a Steven Strasburg day, uh, yeah. you know, other than and, the Bobby Bonilla day. But I guess he'll get some money and out for of those, And for those who don't understand how this works, if you retire, which he is, the team is not obligated to pay you anything. If they make a settlement nope. with you, that's up to you and them. Now, if they designate you for assignment or release you, whatever they do, they are obligated for the entire contract. Correct. Right. So Mookie Betts had a warm reception here, uh, and and he you know we had a big uh, standing ovation many times. And, you know, the Red Sox were the top when, – when he left, they were the top payroll in baseball, and now they're now down to 13. And so Sean McDonough kind of stretched his luck, and maybe he doesn't care because he's got a lot going on. But he when, – when, when he hit a home run on Sunday afternoon, basically I don't have the, the exact quote, but what he said was, you know, this is a trade that's undefensible. You can't calculate any way that this was a good trade for the Red Sox in any shape or form, and it's a stain in Red Sox history that they let this guy go. So we'll see how. And, uh, and, and Chris, I, I asked you this before the show. Now I will ask you it on the show. 
Tell me what you think about that statement. I think he's right. I think it's, you know, you've got Connor Wong, nice catcher. You've got uh, Verdugo, who's okay. But you've traded a Hall of Famer, you know, and you didn't get Jeter Downs to do anything. So you traded a Hall of Famer for kind of mediocre players, and this guy's going to be uh, producing for 10 years, and they're, who knows how long they're going to be in the yeah. league or I, d- I don't think they made as good of a trade with bets as the Braves did you know, when Freeman left in free agency, um, the Braves, the, the Braves, they, you know what, arguably, this guy is at least Olsen. He's at least as good, and some people say even a little better than Freeman. That's right. Uh, That's thank right. you for reminding me about that, uh, Perry. I really appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> That's right. But, so, yeah. So, no, this is this is the Red Sox thing in a, in a nutshell, trying to cobble things together. They've had a pretty good year. They're still, you know, in the race for the wild card, but, you know, we'll talk about the wild card races at the end here. But, you know, it's like this is what you had to do. Those important games with Houston that are coming up here, and they're, they're having and they had a 10 game stretch and they were three and two and now they're three and five in that 10 game stretch now if they can get these two and get five and five out of playing the dodge houston the dodgers in houston that's not the worst thing in the world but if you go three and seven uh you're uh, on life support alex verdugo's first red sox to hit lead off home runs in three straight games that was pretty good and uh seattle erased a 10 game uh deficit but to texas to t- uh, to go into first place they were 10 out on july 19th so they have gone crazy and uh, you know, last Friday they took the lead. Uh, there are some now, people. There are some people who are saying, and I, I know Robert, you follow that division much closer than we do. But there are some people saying that uh, Service and Depoto may have saved their jobs. Uh, yeah, uh, they were they were on the hot seat, and now they may not. Now now they may get contract extensions. So mm-hmm. you know. And the Cubs uh, called up um, a young pitcher. Uh, uh, what, what Jordan was it? Wicks. Oh, Jordan Wicks. For last Saturday night's game against the Pirates, how did how did he do? Uh, he was very good. He well, he started off, and I mean as they typically do, he started off a little a little slow. He, you know, the first three four batters, and then uh, Tommy Hotovy, the pitching coach, came out talked to him, and then he was pretty much unhittable for the next five innings, and then mm. um, he got his first big league win. So, uh, and Jed Hoyer, by the way, says they're going to on Friday they're going to add a pitcher. He didn't say who. Obviously, mm-hmm. he can't yet, but. They're going to add a pitcher, um, and he was asked, would they consider calling up Pete Crow Armstrong, the number one prospect in the organization? He said they may do that at some point in September. That makes me think that, at least for now, they're not going to do that. And yeah. remember, yeah. on September 1st, baseball teams can add two players to their roster, right? right? Not not the 15 like they used to add in the past. Right. Now, now the yeah. Cubs and the Reds will be able to add three on Friday because they have a day-night doubleheader, so you get, you, the, you get an extra man. Right. And Baltimore called up the D.L. Hall because uh, Bautista, their closer, got hurt. Do we? Uh, he had to leave the game. Do we have, did you hear any more about I that? I have not heard any more. No. Okay. Uh, and Friday night at Guarantee Rate Field, well, Chicago, we're talking about the White Sox, two <laughs> women uh, reported being hit by gunshots. They don't know whether the shots came from inside the park or outside the park, probably outside because of the metal detectors and so forth, but no one knows exactly. And uh, that was, they had to call off a concert, which is probably why about three quarters of the crowd was there. Uh, but they had to call it yeah. off because they needed to uh, in, investigate that. So uh, There was an article about that in the Tribune on Saturday. Yeah, that and, is correct. I was going to say that, Perry. And the and the uh, the police did ask them to stop the game, and the White Sox basically said no, and they they kept going. Yeah, uh, they were playing the A's, right? They yeah. were. 
Yes. That was a very important game. You can't be stopping a game between the White Sox no. and the A's. My well, goodness. all you would have done, remember, <laughs> what was it, two years ago when we had this problem in, they had it at the Nationals Park, if you remember, a couple of years ago when they were playing yeah. the Padres, I think. And all you, I mean, they wouldn't have lost the game. All they would have had to do is suspend the game and pick it up. That's right. The on next Saturday. day. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, this is, this is the White Sox, though, remember. Yes. They might be the most – them and the, the – these two teams, the White Sox and the A's, might yeah. be the two most dysfunctional. They are. Yeah, they very easily could be. Did you hear, by I the know. way, Robert, that um, Fisher says that when they – if and when they get to Vegas, that he will spend lots more money there. Oh, but he did. But he didn't say how much or anything. Yeah. Now uh, I can update you on that. Uh, they they have submitted their application to uh, MLB for relocation. It's, it's officially done, and the three places they plan on trying to play in twenty five, twenty six, and twenty seven. Because remember, the new stadium will not be ready until twenty eight. Are uh, the Oakland Coliseum uh, get, uh, getting a lease extension there? Oracle Park. Probably not sharing, happening. <laughs> uh, sharing the ballpark with uh, the Giants. Don't think or, so. Or, uh, or uh, the minor league ballpark in uh, Vegas. Now, the Oracle Park thing may possibly happen, Perry, because the RSN that the A's are affiliated with, the Giants own uh, both of those. They own both NBC Bay Area and NBC Sport California, and the A's make $60 million off of that deal. And so uh, the commissioner said that Oracle Park may be a possibility for them to play there in the next three years. Uh, well, they're they're getting rid, the Giants are getting rid of them, so they may be willing yeah. to do it. Right. You know? yeah. By, yeah. by the yeah. way, just uh, coming across in baseball, Bo Bichette headed back to uh, the injured list with a right quad strain. So, oh, yeah, he only was and, back for a brief and, time, too. And remember, yeah. they got rid of Paul DeYoung because Bo Bichette came back, and, and now Paul DeYoung is with right. the Giants and doing rather well. Doing quite well, and yes. And who's who's back for Houston now? Did you say earlier? Uh, okay. Michael Michael Brantley was activated. Michael Brantley, he's an outfield. coming back. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Noah Syndergaard was uh, DFA'd by Cleveland. Uh, he had uh, had a pretty high uh, 5.40 ERA for the uh, Guardians in, in the start. And Josh Donaldson is the Yankees try to get rid of some white elephants, and there's one of them. Josh Donaldson has been released, so he never did the anything elephant, good. The, the elephant in the room, though, for the Yankees, in all fairness, and I mean, if anything you hear, he's a great guy. Giancarlo Stanton is the elephant in the room for the Yankees. Yeah. Yes, he is. I, I forget how much longer that that ridiculous contract. Three or four years. Goes. Yeah, it's three at least three or four years. Yeah. Yeah. So we're looking at the standings. The division leaders, Baltimore has got a two-and-a-half game lead over Tampa Bay. Minnesota has a seven-game lead over the uh, Guardians, so they're uh, getting to be in pretty good shape to win that division. Uh, and then, uh, of course, we got the wild, wild uh, American League West with Seattle leading Houston and Texas by a game. That's right. And then in the National League, uh, Atlanta's up by 12-and-a-half over the Phillies. Milwaukee's up by the Cubs, you, I don't know. And of course, the Cubs lost last night. How many more games they got in that series? And is that it for uh, the season after they play? That, them? That's it for the season. They only have two games left. I get yeah. Yeah. last night, by the way, and we've said I've covered this before. You know how I always say Ron Coomer is. There's usually an excuse for everything. Yeah. <laughs> last night, uh, Jamison Tyone said after the game that he gave up the home runs and all. He didn't walk anybody. That's a good thing. But he gave up all those home runs early, and he says he was just too amped up. And Coomer said that, frankly, being a veteran, he said that shouldn't be a problem for him. 
No. <laughs> well, good for him. Milwaukee's got a five-game lead now over the uh, over the Cubs, and the yep. Dodgers are 13 up on the Arizona right now. So yep. looking at the wild card in the American League, of course, we had said Seattle's up by a game, and then you've got Tampa Bay as the top of the wild card. Uh, they're an 80 and 52. Then you drop down to Texas and Houston, who have uh, two and three. Texas 74-57, Houston 75-58. So they, they'd be your wild cards right now. Toronto 72 and 62 and a half out, and the Red Sox, who are you know need to get this pitching straightened out, 69-63, five and a half out. So they're uh, they're starting to get on, and, and not life supports yet, but another three or four of those kind of things, and they're going to be gone. In the National League, we got the Phillies leading the wild card at 73 and 58. And they're in good shape. They'll probably make the playoffs. They, they are. But after that, who the heck knows? Cubs, 69 and 62. Arizona, 69 and 63. So they have the third wild card. Then you go to San Francisco, 68 and 63, half a game out. Cincinnati, 68 and 65, a game and a half out. Miami, 66 and 65, two and a half out. San Diego, I think we can put a fork in them. They're 62 and 70. I don't think they're going to do anything. Yeah, I think they're done. Yeah, yeah. they're done. I, and, so, out of all the, and out of all those competitive teams, I – I, I would say Miami probably not, right? Mm-hmm. But any of the right. others, I think, would be would be fully capable. I don't know how far they would necessarily go in the playoffs, but any of those teams could get in. Well, two out of three, and anything can happen. You get a hot pitcher. Look, the Phillies beat the Cardinals last year. The Seattle beat Toronto. I mean, you know, you just go in there and you do your thing, and uh, you might win that series. You know, and, and well, who and who thought? Going into the year, remember how we all said, whoa, the two centrals are the horriblest divisions and yeah. it's going to be the division winner. It's still hypothetically possible that the last two wild cards come out of the central. It, they could. They could. Yeah. yeah. They could. And look at the American League West. We were all talking about the American League, which has had a good year, but the American League West has three teams that could easily get in now. Yeah. Right. Two from the east and one from the central. The American League right. Central did turn out to be as horrible as we thought. Yeah. So, anyway. The, twi- the so, Twins are probably going to win that one just by default. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, the team that goes in there, whoever they are, is going to have a, probably a better record than the Twins. So, right. it, you know, you, you, the Twins will have home field and all that, and that's fine. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if Texas or Houston or Toronto or even the Red Sox could beat the Twins going in there. So, and the, you know, Now, the just, Twins are. T- take them for what they are. And, I mean, obviously, you guys see – you guys watch the American League, Chris and Robert, a bit more than me. They are a scrappy bunch. They are. Yes, they are. Yep. They are. And, I, you know, of course, uh, what's his name? The manager, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's a good manager. Paul oh, Deli. Yeah. Paul, Paul Deli. Yep. Okay, so that's it for baseball for my. Anybody get more baseball before we move on to the college uh, one, football? One other thing, I don't know if this got covered last night, but Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, I did see that. Got, got attacked by a couple of fans in Colorado last night. They came oh, yeah. The they came on the field, and security is lax in Denver. Uh, you know, luckily for him, he didn't get hurt. He ended up going four for five in the game, uh, you know, and uh, and uh, did rather well, but it was rather scary. Yeah. Uh, that he, he's standing out in the outfield, and here comes a couple of fans out of the fans. So right. uh, it's something Major League Baseball is going to have to pay attention to. Yeah, well, they're going to have to talk. You know, I think they might want to have a discussion with the Rockies and the White Sox about uh, yes. you know, <laughs> protocol here. Yeah. You know, and obviously somebody got a little, little uh, mile, I took mile high seriously in Denver last night to be hey, doing yes, something that's stupid. <laughs> oh, so college football, apparently, and Sean can go through his weekly uh, conference update, but I guess the Stanford, Cal, and SMU thing is still on the table for the ACC because Notre yep. Dame's kind of pushing it. And uh, anything new going on, or what? What's the latest on that? It's still it's still being discussed. 
They're going to have a meeting. They're going to have a meeting later this week, supposedly, and they're talking about Notre Dame thinks that they may have one or two of the votes that are holding out to submit this because Notre Dame wants Stanford, but you know, then they're taking Cal because Stanford says, Hey, bring Cal. And I think SMU is a stopover, but you know, I don't know. The problem is though, Notre Dame wants these and these and this. If I were the ACC, I would say, okay, if you want this, this, then why don't you commit? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you commit or go join the PAC 12 with them and take army and Navy and something like that. You know, go, you take your NBC deal with PAC 12. That's what I'd tell them. Like, we don't need to. I mean, that's why I mean, they they clearly would rather, they would clearly rather it be though with Notre Dame. You commit to us, you know, why don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, I think that's maybe implied, but that doesn't mean Notre Dame's promising anything, you know? No. No. Well, Notre, Notre Dame is Notre Dame. What they have said, Chris, is they have, they're going to be, independent forever until they don't have to be. Yeah, okay. Now, now I'm not a college football expert and never claimed to be, but geographically, wouldn't the Big Ten make more sense for a team like Notre Dame? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, but But they don't want to go. But also geographically, you know, West Virginia being in the Big 12 doesn't make a lot of sense either. Or or USC and UCLA in the Big Ten, that doesn't make too much either. No, it does not. The reason, the reason Notre Dame has always fought the Big Ten, it goes way back to, oh, the early days of the Big Ten. The Big Ten didn't want them. They took Northwestern because they didn't want a Catholic school, and Notre Dame has always held that against the Big Ten, even though Purdue and Michigan are regular rivals of theirs. So. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, that's right. So anyway, so Notre Dame uh, took it out on Port Navy, 42-3 to in Dublin on Saturday. And we'll have a few uh, few uh, finals for you. And anybody knows anything about any of these games, we'll talk about them. San Diego State beat Ohio twenty to thirteen. Vanderbilt beat Hawaii thirty five to twenty eight. They had a long had... lightning delay in that game at halftime. Yeah, they did. That was in Nashville. That it game? was. Yep. yep. Yeah. USC over San Jose State fifty six twenty eight. We had UMass did win a game already. Wow, they're over oh, five hundred parts of the day. First time, I don't care who they beat. They beat somebody. (laughs) I don't care. They beat New Mexico State forty-one to thirty in New Mexico State. Now they're going to they're going to get next go to Auburn. That's not going to be so much. Yeah, it's not going to go well. No, but hey, they're one and zero, and they haven't been over five hundred. Who the heck knows how how long? And so those are the finals that uh, sort of stood out. Any other games that anybody heard about that they thought one one other one? Jacksonville State got their first win as an FBS school. In conference, and they joined, you know, it was a Conference USA win also against UTEP. Now, the interesting thing, Jacksonville State and Sam Houston State went Division One FBS, but they cannot technically be bowl eligible this year, but if there are not enough teams that have six wins to be bowl eligible, a bowl could pick them, and that gets into a story that we'll talk about in a little bit with Arizona yeah, State here. That was the next you know, thing up here. Arizona that. State yeah. self-imposed bowl ban for 2023 for recruiting uh, violations of uh, Herm Edwards. So uh, Herm Edwards. Yeah, good now, old Herm. Uh, now, you do know who the coach at Jacksonville State is, right? Uh, no. Rich Rodriguez. Yes, Rich Rodriguez, the former, the former Michigan. Rich Rodriguez. He that's okay. who it is. What, what, what yeah. Robert? Uh, I was going to say. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is Herm Edwards still the coach at Arizona no. State? No, no, he's no, no. He's out. They he's gone. Rid- they fired him. Yeah. All right. No, he's out. So, uh, Mr. Fourth Down Herm, you know, go first, yeah. no matter what's going on. You, you, play, you play to win the His, his famous statement, you play to win the game. Play that was his most game. famous right. statement ever. That's right. That's right. So, what do we got coming up this week, uh, college football gurus? 
Utah, Florida is on Thursday night. That's a big one to get it going. Uh, Nebraska and Minnesota is another Thursday night game. We got North Carolina, South Carolina could be an interesting game. Uh, Coach Prime makes his debut. Colorado on the big noon Saturday game against TCU. Uh, you have oh, let me see. Tennessee, Virginia could be an interesting game. Uh, Sunday night, the big LSU, Florida State. Remember that rematch from last year, the game, the crazy game night before that? And then Clemson, Duke on uh, Monday night, Labor Day. Texas has Rice uh, coming up. Uh, so, you know, not a lot of – no, that shouldn't be close at all. They're favored by 35. And not a lot of big, big games this weekend. You know, a lot of them are playing. But like you were saying about you got Northern Iowa, Iowa State this week, and Northern I, Iowa I, Northern, I think Northern Iowa should win that game. And I, I will oh. – number one, Iowa State um, – with all the gambling stuff going on, there's a lot of players not there. And I mean, you know, that's, that's how some people will, will frame it. But as you all know, Sean, anytime Northern Iowa plays Iowa state, even full at full strength, the games are always tight. Right. Oh yeah. And one other, I was, I forgot here, Ohio state, Indiana, and that'll be CBS's. That'll be CBS's first yep. big 10 game. And I'm going to, while I'm talking about this, I'll go ahead and throw this in. And this affects all sports basically, but you know, next star has having it has been having a dispute since July 3rd with AT&T Uverse and direct TV. So, and like, you know, they have channels on all four networks. So in the case of Indiana, they have the CBS and the Fox affiliate. If you're a DirecTV subscriber and you're wanting to watch, uh, it's going to be hard. But here's what you can do. If, you're, if your station is owned by Nexar and you're wanting to watch your NFL or your baseball or your you know, NASCAR or your college or just whatever sport is affected on that channel, if, if it's an NBC affiliate, the games are on Peacock. Now, Peacock has a 495 version, but they, are offering, they offer free trials all the time if you've never mm-hmm. had Peacock. Paramount Plus runs the college and NFL on the CBS. So, but yeah, like the NASCAR, if you have an NBC affiliate that's coming to the playoffs or football, uh, ABC, ESPN, it's not on ESPN Plus, the ABC games. They're usually on, I think, the Watch ESPN app is what they call it. Uh, you can go on there. They also put the uh, ABC games on Hulu, Sean. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, they are also on Hulu if you have Hulu. And Fox has something called Fox Sports Go. And they may be starting to put, because they own Tubi, but Tubi is free. Tubi is free. Right. I don't know if they're going to start putting them on Tubi, but they also have them on the uh, Fox now, Sports Go app. So depending on what which one it is in your area for for your sport, those are places you can go. Yeah. And I had read an article yesterday. And, I mean, it, we don't know. We're, we're, it's just what you read and what you hear. But according to both sides, they are worlds apart on a deal. So it does not sound yeah. like it's close. Yeah. By the and way, though, for this, time, for this weekend's game. This was games, the time you, you would hope that they would, you know, that, that, that's why Sean's bringing it up. Here it is, right. college football starting this week, pro football next week. This is the time. That was a real deadline kind of time for them to, because people start to, hey, you can get through the summer, but then everybody starts screaming when it gets to be yeah. uh, September. Now, right. for this weekend's games, I usually hear a lot about Big Ten teams and either Bill or Jennifer, whoever wants to take this. What do we know about Indiana? Are they supposed to be any good this year? When was the last time Indiana was relatively good, with the exception <laughs> well, of the 2020 They went to a bowl game a couple of years ago. 
They did. Yeah, but they what did. bowl was it? The flush bowl? I mean, come on. I, I don't remember. I don't <laughs> remember. Was I mean, was it, wasn't that the one, though, where they played Ole Miss in the bowl game? Yeah. And, a couple years yeah. ago. But, but Indiana is Indiana. And how, how about how about Purdue? Are they any good this year? They've got a good quarterback. I'm trying to remember his last name. He transferred in from, where did he come from? Um, Texas. Quarterback oh. from Texas came to Purdue, okay. I think. Oh, Hudson Card. Hudson, Hudson Card. Card. Yeah. And we yeah, know Hudson that. Um, and he's we, good. We, yeah, we know that Iowa has Cade McNamara, who came from Michigan, and he right. he was good at Michigan. So Indiana the will be lucky to be three this and eight this year, probably, if they're <laughs> lucky. And you know they're not going to win against Ohio State. Come on, I mean. No. With all those All-American wide receivers, I think Chris and I could play quarterback. And... <laughs> yeah, we might. <laughs> that would be an interesting game to watch. How about this yeah. one now? <laughs> We're gonna, we do things on this show sometimes that, that will throw you for a loop, and Sean has no idea this question is coming, and anybody else can answer Uh-oh. it too if they want. Who's going to win the national championship this year? Just off the top of your head. Well, I think Georgia is going to repeat, but yeah. I will say this. I think we will have a second year in a row that Alabama does not make the playoff. I agree I think with it's that. Gonna be, I think it's going to either be Texas or Kansas State coming out of the Big 12. I look at USC making the playoff. Uh, I look USC is another one, and I think Michigan is going to get in a, over Ohio State this time. Jim Harbaugh, by the way, had his press conference today. He was, you know, when there was self-imposed three-game suspension, he was airing right. his grievances about what they oh, need yeah. to change and this and this. So uh, it oh, yeah. a to hear from Jim Harbaugh. It was, it was an interesting great. It press was funny. conference. Yeah, it, yeah. Was. Okay. it was. Any, any more college before we move on to the pros? Uh, with nope. me being on the West Coast, all I hear about is how good USC is going to be. So, right. Uh, uh, of yeah. course, they're going to have the number one uh, pick in the NFL draft with Caleb Williams. So that's right. Uh, you know that's right. Okay, the NFL. Uh, Trey Lance was traded from San Francisco to Dallas for a uh, fourth round pick. And, and Jerry uh, Jones said yesterday that he will. He has no intent of playing him at all this year. So why well, did you tra- Why did you trade for somebody that you have no intent of playing? Uh, I pro- Here's what I'm today. I'm thinking they think he's a project for down yeah. the line. If, if you know they can let him get healthier, and then if Dak Prescott ends up costing them too much money at the next contract round. But now here's the thing: they announced a trade right before the the game, and yep. so they announced it. And they played Will Greer. Cowboys did the whole. Well, they announced it Friday, but the Cowboys had their game Saturday. They they told Will Greer they were going to cut him, but they played him the whole game. But part of that, I think, and he did well. He won the game for him. But part of that's probably so he can get an audition yeah, for another team. Well, I was I but, was watching I was watching the Dallas broadcast, uh, Sean, because that's what the NFL does when mm-hmm. when your team plays on the road. The NFL Network yeah. played the Dallas broadcast, and they said. The reason why they're playing Will Greer the whole game is they want him to show himself off for the other 31 teams. Yeah, but every team, I mean, every game he turned on, it was like whatever was going on with their team that you didn't hear a lot. Everybody was talking about Trey Lance. Every game I turned on, (laughs) that was talking about Trey Lance. I was watching the games uh, locally here um, on Saturday, and 
I mean, admittedly, it wasn't the number one team, you know, the number one defense or anything. We may be surprised that Jordan Love may, I mean, he could be, but he may not be quite yeah. as bad as everybody thought because he's looked, oh, per, no. he's looked decent in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, but the thing about Trey Lance, and, and this is, at the time, he was thrown in there with Lawrence and, you know, uh, Fields and, every you know, Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. They, they threw him right into the mix with the five of the, the top five, the big, the fab five. And now you hear, oh, he's not a good studier. Oh, he can't do this. Oh, he can't do that. Now he's a project. Here, everybody else has had some success at some point, you know, except Wilson. Wilson's kind of not. But the others right. have had some success at some time. Not consistent success. Lawrence seems like he's really established. Fields is coming along. Mac Jones is the jury's out. But what I'm saying is, at least they've had shown something. This guy hasn't shown anything. He's only played in no, what four games? Four games. Uh, he started eight games, finished four. You know. Everybody else has and played been, like bunches of games compared to him. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and they better hope. They better hope Brock Purdy does well this year because if you draft a all the all that they gave up to trade up to get Trey Lance, and then they, yeah. they give up. The, I mean, we only get a fourth round pick. They better. I mean, most people they'd be out after I a think, trade like that. But I, I think mean, what Brock, they Brock think, Purdy Sean, did win. But yeah. I think what they think, Sean, is that if if Brock Purdy needs help, um, and I don't know what would give them this idea, but they think that Sam Darnold can come yes. in and do yeah. it. Yeah, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what would give them that get, idea, but they didn't get the idea from the Jet fans. I know that they certainly no. No. Uh, so Mike, and what people are saying is that, like Belichick, Shanahan is not, uh, you know, patient, and that he does not, you know, put up with people not knowing what they're, you know, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But they should have scouted. You don't draft somebody that's not the brightest if you, if you are that kind of coach. It was Ocho Cinco, by the way. We, I was trying yeah. to think. We were talking about people who came, and he hardly got on the field with the Patriots because he couldn't learn the offense. And you know, to remind yeah. people to remind people what the 49ers gave up in 2021 to get this guy. They gave up three number one draft picks, 22, 23, and 24, and they gave up a third round draft pick. The the uh, Miami Dolphins are going to benefit for years for collecting yeah. all those draft picks. They are. Well, the world is a happier place uh, now. The Edmonton Elks finally won a home game. Remember, we talked about them the other day. The last time they had done that was before the pandemic, before uh, half of the indictments you've heard of of various people. It was October 12th of 2019. After 22 losses in a row at home, they beat Ottawa 30-20. to And, uh, you know, so uh, everybody can smile in Edmonton and yep. uh, move on and get ready for the hockey season, but at least yep, they've got a, a home win. That's they're worried about. Yep. That's right. They, they all are in Canada. Yeah. Cole, Cole just, and we have cut-down day today, and we don't know uh, if anything's come through, but if anybody has anything, they'll let us know. Colt McCoy, we know a couple early things that happened. Colt McCoy was cut by Arizona. He might just retire. don't really know, but he's out He'll there. broadcast. Probably broadcast back or something. Up. He might do that. Yeah. Uh, Nick Folk was traded from the Patriots to Tennessee for a – seventh rounder in 2025 so there's a rookie ryland that they're counting on and and now we heard that uh, nick lutz for the uh for the will saints lutz. was the uh, will, lutz. Will, lutz. Will, lutz. will lutz was cut and uh yeah. so that that's their long time uh, traded to denver traded to denver. Oh, traded to denver okay so where did their kid their kicker was pretty good too can't think what his name was uh but. they cut him loose in may i don't know what sean mcmanus McNa- mcmanus yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Was pretty we good. do have one other so, i don't know go ahead, go ahead, anything Bill. else hold on guys. Oh, go ahead, Bill. jonathan taylor will remain with the Colts. Yeah. was yep. not yeah. said that traded right at the top of oh the i didn't we will reiterate yeah. we, well, let's reiterate that jonathan taylor will remain with the Colts. they did not get a fair value 
offer is what they said at this time. Now, of no. course, the trade deadline's in mid-October, so, you know, they got a little time to still uh, talk. Well, he's no, going to be on the Did they activate visit. him, or is he pup, still on the... Pup uh, list, yeah, for four games. List. Yeah. Well, they won't have to re- to do any of that probably until sometime uh, next week when they get ready for their They've game. They've already done no, it. today was the deadline. You had to activate yeah. them off the list. Oh, you did? So, Otherwise, so, they have to set up four So, weeks. Bill, you're saying he's he's on the PUP list for four weeks? Yeah. Yes, four weeks. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Doesn't but he would it. come back a couple, three weeks before the trade deadline. So we'll see if uh, what, you know, it's a continuing story. And, hey, the Colts could be three and one at that point and say, hey, you know, we're, we're, we're getting somewhere. So yep. we'll just Well, well and, and, you know, he he could decide too if they're winning at that point. Hey, maybe I don't want to be traded because that's right. if I have a chance to win, who you know, we'll see. Exactly. Yep, that's right. Okay, so any any other uh, pro football? Notes uh, just uh, another quarterback. To... I mean, the quarterbacks are always the the, the thing. And Brett Rippon was cut by the Rams, so right. we'll see if he now, picks up. Uh, and also, C.J. Stroud will be the starter for Houston. So yes, all the yes, rookies, he will. All the rookies that were drafted this year it looks like they're gonna. Start out as starting quarterbacks. So. Well, Will, Will Levitt is a Will Levitt yeah, is I'm a answer. About, He's hurt. The first rounder. Yeah. I'm yeah, Will Levitt is hurt. CJ yeah. Stroud, the Anthony Richardsons, the, uh, yeah. the guy from Alabama, Bryce Young, and people oh, like yeah. that. As I as I understand yeah. it, though, Bill, the, the the Colts were impressed with Richardson for, with what little we saw. Right, but you're comparing him to the guy from Jackson. I mean, they don't have a lot of depth. They don't have a really good offensive line. The Colts could be competing for that quarterback from USC next year. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> so we'll see what happens. I think he's got a real good arm, but he's got so little experience, and he's just going to have to learn on the job. That's all there is to it. Well, next week, of course, we'll be doing our picks for the who we right. think is going to be in the play, you know, who the division the winners money are, who's going to be in the playoffs, yep. who's going to the Super Bowl, and all that. And uh, so we'll we'll see what happens. And so, we'll um, go the opposite of the way we go. Yes. Oh, my base. I've looked at my baseball picks the other day, and they are so bad. You know, yeah. I mean, oh, man. Some of us did pretty well in football, though. Although yeah. I, I, I will say this. Remember that one time, Bill, you and I did get that NBA Finals right. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. we do get some, yeah. we do get things right every well, once in a while. Well, does strike every, every once in a while. Okay. Well, there's one basketball note. Bronny James has found that his heart, uh, you know, of course, his heart uh, stopped. He had heart failure a couple weeks ago. It, uh, it stopped because of a general heart defect, which is treatable and uh, should not affect his future. So it should be able to play basketball. So that's good news for him. Yes. And then we've got uh, the uh, media stories are ESPN and Fox. ESPN announced their radio lineup, which will kick in next Tuesday. That's always the time, you know, if you're wherever you are, the local sports things reorganize because it's time for the football season and everybody gears up and everybody comes back from vacation. And starting next Tuesday, you'll hear your uh, full lineup and all the all the heavy hitters will be on. ESPN Radio will start uh, on uh, at 6 a.m. with uh, Chris. Uh, Canty, Evan Cohen, and uh, Michelle Smallman. And, and, then, and Evan uh, Cohen, you might remember, is coming from Sirius XM. So that's right. that's apparently, Robert, the change that's going to be made. But somebody's going to have to probably replace him on the morning show there. Okay, that okay, that makes sense. All okay, right. go ahead, Chris. And, and at 10 right. o'clock, we have Mike Green, Greenberg on. If, to, he, uh, if he, he ever shows up. shows up. 
Oh, okay. Is he uh, the Johnny Carson of ESPN? He's in and he out. Is. He is. He hardly, he hardly ever works. He's worse okay, than Johnny well, he'll, Carson. He'll need to work next week because the Jets are playing. He's a big Jet fan, so we want to talk yeah. about that. Yes. Uh, 12 o'clock, we have uh, Chris Carlin, who I like. I've always liked Chris Carlin. He's a good play-by-play yeah. play guy, too. The voice of the Rutgers, Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Rutgers Scarlet Knights, that's right. Yes. He's good at it, too. Chris Carlin and uh, Joe... Uh, Fortenbaugh, I guess his name is. Yeah, three o'clock. Freddie and uh, Freddie Coleman and uh, and uh, Harry Douglas. Douglas, yep. yeah. Douglas. Is that the guy you played for the Falcons? For the yeah, yeah. they did, but Freddie Coleman's a consummate professional. He he's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's moving up the food chain. I mean, he ought to be. Uh, they consider Ooh. they should consider him for the morning because. You know, he's he was been on I night midday. I want to for him because had, more Phillies had been, pick him up. Had, yeah, well, he, he had been doing some of the morning stuff. He had, he still is right now. Up in this week, he's him and Amber Wilson and Jason Williams, Jay Will. They're still doing some, but I will, if I'm going to do that, I, if I'm wanting on national, I want the midday, the late night, or the overnight. But ESPN okay. doesn't care about overnight because they just no. run Sports Center. But yeah, no. So then at uh, 7 p.m., you're going to get Amber and uh, uh, Ian, what is it, uh, Ian, Ian Simmons, Fitzpatrick Amber, Ian Simmons and Amber Simmons, Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. And then at 10 p.m., we have game night, and that's Q Myers and Robert's uh, buddy. Yeah, I yeah I, I know about this way in advance, but I couldn't say anything. Yep, Q is going to be doing the game night starting uh, on Tuesday. And now, is he leaving his programming director job at Vegas? No, obviously. Uh, no, no, I, no, no. Uh, because because he runs all four stations in Vegas, and one of his affiliates is an ESP, ESPN okay. radio affiliate. He's yeah. going to be able to do it right from the studio. So there okay, you go. okay, and it'll do it uh, with uh, Jay Reynolds, and then uh, and Jim Besquell and others will be filling in. And, and the then, reason uh, the reason Chris <laughs> that they don't worry about overnights is they would finish third anyway because you can't. Amy Lawrence and Ben Mallory oh, yeah. would would. Would yeah, really yeah. win that yeah. round, and uh, yeah. all the networks that Amy has worked for, they've all tried to get her to move to, you know, prime time slots, and she absolutely refuses. She loves her, she loves her overnight audience. Same, same with Ben Maller too. Same, same with Ben Maller. Yep. yep. Yeah. Well, Amy, Amy helped me prepare for a colonoscopy a few months ago, so that yeah, was good. It was good to have I'll Amy bet to she, I'll just, bet she's proud she's of that fact. <laughs> yeah, I bet she is. Yeah, I bet she is. And then, uh, so the on the uh, on Fox, we had the Undisputed on FS1, and it's now Richard Sherman, uh, Michael Irvin, and uh, Keyshawn Johnson. So he got yep. out of his uh, ESPN. And is that JT DeBrick that's the host there? No, that's no, Skip, uh, Bayless. Skip Bayless. Oh, Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. Okay. Oh, I thought uh, when we heard that excerpt the other day, I thought that was JT the Brick. I no, know. that's Skip Bayless. Oh no, JT okay. won't be on TV anywhere. No, 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 no. he doesn't. No, no, okay, no. all right. So uh, yeah, so Keyshawn got out of that. So again, everybody's gearing up for the football. Everybody gets their uh, their ducks in a row. The sports people right. come back uh, day after uh, on Labor Day, and uh, you know yeah. so forth. So you know. And Pat McAfee start. Pat McAfee starts next week, I believe, on ESPN or yeah. Yeah, he starts on Tuesday. His noon, his noon, only on television. So yeah. we'll see how he does on there. But yeah, so. okay. So by my calculations, we have about three or four minutes. Anybody got any burning topics they would have liked to have brought up? I got an f- interesting story about the U- the Spanish Soccer Federation president oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah. He well, he's just, remember last week Spain won the women's World Cup, and the Spanish Soccer Federation president went up and kissed one of the players, and apparently, well, she is saying it was unconsensual. What is he doing? Uh, he said he is not resigning, but FIFA suspended him for ninety days. I don't know if the Spanish Soccer Federation can fire him or how they get it, but he said I'm not resigning. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I, it was consensual. I'm pleading my case. So apparently, yeah, he's, apparently for what I heard uh, last night, Sean, they they are going to take legal action to get him removed. So well, yeah, and now, the girl is, is it, also. The, did the did the girl say that it was? I had never heard anything from her. Well, yeah. the, only, the only thing I've heard is the girl said it, it was not consensual. Okay. She didn't want him to do it. And okay. And the team said the team said they would not play as long as he was president. Yeah. Okay. And uh, everybody, everybody no, no. needs a good soap opera, don't they? Yeah. And they do. Joe Namath kissed Susie Culver, you know. Yeah. Yes. Or he wanted to. Yeah. And then the other story that kind of, uh, and I get where they were coming from with with the fact that it was Michael Kay and A-Rod and all this other stuff about the team of the decade. Because I guess people consider the Yankees the team of the decade. And Bob Costas, when he called the 1995, and he's making a big deal. Oh, he regrets having said it. It's not like, I thought he said some terrible thing. He didn't. You know, it was just the team of the decade. Well, at that time, the Braves had been in every world, you know, every league championship series and most of the World Series. And the decade was six out of ten, ten years over. And yeah. so at the time, they were the team of the decade, so he shouldn't feel too bad yeah. about that call. No, it's okay, Bob. Calm down. But I think, I I think he was just—he, I remember, he grew up a Yankee fan, so he's a little yeah. guilty, you know. Going yeah. back to co- going back to college football, just for a second, just coming across from ESPN, Iowa quarterback Cade McNamara is questionable to play against uh, the vaunted Utah State team with a leg injury. Uh, so, okay, well, they probably could okay. win that game anyway. So, yeah. All right, is that yeah. in Iowa that game? It is. It's in Iowa City. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they'll probably figure out a way to win it. Well, so, all right. Well, well you got anything else uh, to if, go if here? Any, if anybody has a hand, you want to raise it really fast, go ahead. Yep. Other than that, mm-hmm. well, why don't we go ahead and then, Sean, why don't you well, We can say good luck to everybody. One thing we can quickly say, good luck to everybody with the hurricane. Hope yes. everybody gets through it all right. We have a, we all have a friend on the panel who, uh, he, she's not on the panel, but she had to evacuate. She's going to a, a friend's house, and they should be okay because they've done that before. But it's just a scary thing when you have to evacuate like that. Hope everybody gets through it. And they should be fine That's- because they're going to get. They're going to get uh, just tropical storm force winds. But there you right. go, Sean. Wrap it up. All right. Well, ho- hopefully I-, I wish for Bill and everybody. And if you do not hear the coffee club tomorrow, you know they lost uh, power. But hopefully they will be able to do it, uh, all God willing. But anyway, uh, download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Hit us up, 800-693-0595, option two. Uh, tell them it's for Sports Lounge. Send us an email, uh, sportslounge at allthingsradio.net. Those of you that are listening live, stay tuned to for Book Talk with Jenny and Nolan next. And come back next week for our money-winning NFL picks. And until next Tuesday, have a good Labor Day, and we are out of here.